coming up on Pass the Secret Sauce. Absolutely. You could build off of our platform very easily. Any a content creator, any any tech company, you can. We're working right now with app developers, so mm-hmm. you can run fitness app, an entertainment app. You can have an education app. You can have information. You can have almost like you go on your TV. You've got Netflix and Hulu. Each channel is its own amount of content. Mm-hmm. With Portal, you can have you know hologram Peloton, hologram Masterclass. You could enjoy education or information. Everything will get beamed right into your portal. You know, musicians could do little mini concerts. It's really a very clever new device. Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Shields. On Pass the Secret Sauce, we unscramble the life stories, skills, and secrets from the most wicked smart minds and interesting people to uncover their experience and recipes for success that will help you get an edge on your own life. My goal is to help you rein in on the chaos that life throws at us by learning from other high achievers. If you're new to the show, we have episodes with founders, CEOs, investors, and leaders. So if you like to learn and are motivated to improve your life, then kick back and listen to our guests pass their secret sauce. Today on Pass the Secret Sauce, we have David Nussbaum, who is the founder of Portal. David has created a very, very unique piece of hardware and software called Portal. And basically what it does is it allows anyone to beam themselves into your space. Now, what I mean by that is there is a a camera set up and you're standing in front of that camera and the receiver the the other person on the other side of that camera is going to see a life-size version of you in a screen that's going to look like you are actually standing right in the room with them difficult to be able to explain on audio. You really have to see it. But we get into a lot of the challenges that David has had to overcome with creating not only a piece of hardware, a very, very impressive piece of hardware, but also a very, very complicated software level as well. So we get into all the different trials and tribulations of creating all of that and bringing all of that together. And then just some of the some of the amazing things that you're able to do with David's technology. So really, really interesting. This is certainly going to be something that's going to be seen, in my opinion, a lot more in the years to come where this is sort of like a like a Jetsons type thing, in my opinion, where, again, you're, you're having a real conversation. It looks like, I mean, it is happening in real time, and it looks like the person is actually standing in front of you, even though they, they truly aren't. This isn't really, this isn't like Zoom. This isn't like any, any type of screen technology that you've seen before. David really has a, a 3D holographic type product here with his his product his portal product so i hope you enjoy today's episode of pass the secret sauce with david nussbaum older sister six years older a mother father grew up in new jersey loving family kitchen table was in the kitchen mm-hmm. <laughs> my kitchen my wife was uh it was i was born in the in 1974 so our wallpaper matched the times it was like uh, Willy Wonka, you know, that lickable wallpaper yeah. where the snozberries taste like snozberries. I mean, my wallpaper looked, 
it was like fruit salad. It was yellow. The, the, the linoleum floor was <laughs> yellow. It was like a, a yellow tile linoleum. Ay, ay, ay. It was fun. Yeah, my friends would come over and they'd all pretend to lick the wallpaper. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So now were you, obviously you, you had a, a great career and great success after, after, I'm assuming going to college, but were you entrepreneurial or anything like that growing up? Did you, were you the guy that was selling anything or anything along those lines? I would always work for people. I've always been selling. My dad was an entrepreneur. He, I worked for him for a little while. My, he was in the glass business. So like those wall sconces and, and the, you know, chandeliers, he would sell like the individual pieces of glass. And I'd go on, I'd go on sales calls with him. My uncle owned a, a novelty toy company called Doodads. And I used to work with him and he would have all those like, um, like he'd come back from from Japan with like the jelly bracelets and the jumping jolly peckers and yeah. have a, he would have a lot of fun with that. Sold newspapers. Yeah, I was selling Cutco knives. I was selling, I was a telemarketer. I was selling chiropractic exams over the telemarketing. And then eventually I grew up and I, I started working for CBS radio and other radio stations selling spots and dots and play-by-play into the Dodgers and the Lakers. And eventually I just figured I wanted to stop make earning millions of dollars for other people mm-hmm. and and start making it for myself. So that's when I started becoming an entrepreneur. Okay. And and is this your first product that you launched then at that point or were there other things that you got into before the holograms and and this whole endeavor? Yeah, I I used to run uh, my own podcast network. Mm-hmm. And although Josh Carey and others are having more success with their network because I think they you know, they figured out some things that I, I was early on in the process. So I, I did, I, so I, I started a podcast network. I started a, the first ever all advertising podcast agency. So I would go to like Mark Marin, I'd go to Kevin Smith, I'd go to Greg Fitzsimmons and a lot of the greats. And I would take a single advertiser and spread it across, you know, 15 or 20 podcasts that had never been done before mm-hmm. when I did it, everybody sold their own advertising I was the first guy to sell them across like a network. So that was pretty great. But then I got crushed because I was a one man shop and then all of these come now they're everywhere. But yeah, so they crushed me like Mr. Wonderful would say as the, as the <laughs> cockroach that I am. And so then, then I started doing other things, got into holograms and, and then found my way into, into a uh, portal. Yeah. So, so talk about some of the, the, the things that you learned in holograms and in, in that industry, you know, before you jumped into building your own product in portal, what, what were some of the, some of the things that were, it was being used for, what were some of the challenges that you saw, you know, with the technology when, when all of that was sort of evolving? I used to run a department of one of the world's largest hologram entertainment companies. We owned the patents to what was probably most famously used by, by Tupac to rise from the stage at Coachella. Mm-hmm. We sold lots of technology into like Universal Studios for the Fast and the Furious Supercharged and the Harry Potter experiences in, in Universal Studios. But we also did a lot of digital resurrections. We were bringing all the dead people back and we were sending them on their way to posthumously perform while beaming some of the living from wherever they were to wherever they needed to be, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem with that technology, Pepper's Ghost, is that it is very expensive. It requires darkness. You have to turn all the okay. lights off in the room it takes up a lot of space, Matt, like you would need like t- so much depth and so, m- I mean, you, ha- I mean, there's a reason why it was only done at festivals and arenas and theaters. 
and there was a lot of moving parts. You had to have a projector up here and a, and a reflective thing over there and an mm -hmm. LED over here and a mirror over there. And you had to put all these, I mean, it, these aren't the kinds of things that you could just take on tour. Yeah. So um, I said, if I could make them work in light, if I could make them so they're completely self-contained, if I could make them so they're just big enough for a single person, and if I could make them inexpensive enough, maybe I've got something. So I shrunk it all down into a uh, the world's only 4K resolution hollow portation machine and a pod. And then I was no longer doing podcasts. I was now doing portal. Mm -hmm. I P's. I, I'm stuck up with the letter P. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty great. I could beam anybody from anywhere to anywhere that in, it, in real time. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It, so you, you basically built a piece of hardware and I'm assuming there's a software layer behind all of that as well. What were some of the challenges that you ran into when you st started going down this path with, I guess, on the hardware side and also on the software side? I mean, that's, that's a hell of an endeavor. Yeah. It's, uh, it's expensive to start a tech company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, sometimes I say, you know, I, I think to myself and sometimes I even mutter this out loud, you know, why didn't I start like a potato chip company or, uh, I mean, I, I watch Shark Tank, oh, favorite show, love yeah. Shark Tank. And then yeah. these people come in, they're like, I've got a, uh, I've got a cool food, you know, like you could put your food in Tupperware and, uh, so why didn't I start that company? Yeah, that it, seems like a pretty so, like so unsexy though, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, but it's... it's but it's a thing, you know. Yeah. A fat like you could start a fashion company. A fashion companies are a thing. Yeah. I want to open up a restaurant. Restaurants are a thing. Like people already know that they exist. There's no education necessary. There's no R and D. It's like this is a thing. We know what. So, but when you start, you know, a hologram technology hardware and software and production company <laughs> it's very expensive it takes a lot of time because you have to educate mm -hmm. just the word hologram trips people up you might want to talk about that at some point i don't know but you know it's a fake term it's not really yeah. a hologram you know but if i said what it really was then we'd spend the rest of the podcast you know explaining it so i say hologram people go okay it's something that's not there but looks like it's there so yeah so there's a lot you know expense education and i mean there's you know several you need a lot of people you can't do this by yourself you need yeah. a lot of people yeah yeah so how is the box constructor how is the portal constructed is yeah. it is it some kind of a screen that's reflecting or or like how 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 do you get that look so clear we tried really hard to get this thing right right away which we didn't i i couldn't make this thing work originally I was thinking, did you ever see the TV show Silicon Valley? Oh yeah. You ever yeah, watch yeah. that show? Yeah. There's absolutely. one episode where like the boss, I forget his name, he beams into like a, a tube, a clear tube, and it's all glitchy and everything. I really liked that. Mm -hmm. I said, what if I made a tube and beam somebody into it? But I couldn't make that work because too much light, there was so much ambient light that it made it very ghostly, yeah. much like yeah. the Pepper's Ghost, like the Tupac stuff. So I had to build a box and fill it up with light. So the box itself, the portal, is a uh, it's a museum quality light box. So it's made out of you know aluminum, sheet metal. I mean, you know, there's it's a physical box mm -hmm. inside, seven feet tall, four and a half feet wide, two feet deep. Inside the box is over twenty thousand lumens of of jewelry counter, bright white, beautiful light, like mm -hmm. the best white light. So silly saying that, but it's it's the it's the perfect amount of light. And then I've got a um, an interior. Uh, if I'm getting too no 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 okay. this is yeah 
so the inside itself is, and a lot of this stuff I have patents uh, yeah. pending. So the inside itself is a uh, an acrylic light box that has seamless top and bottom. So okay. it matches that of a psych wall. So it's a curve. So when the shadow rolls up the back ah. of the psych wall, the shadow rolls up the back on. So I can match life exactly as it is and project it into the device itself. But what is the projection? It's a it's a customized 4K resolution touchscreen transparent LCD monitor. Ah. And the way it's positioned inside of the box with the light, with all the stuff, we've got some other proprietary doodads in there. Create the volumetric 4K live stream or pre-recorded beaming that, yeah. that you see. Got it. Got it. Okay. And we've I, I've actually played around with with doing exactly this. And I, I forget what the issue was. Something with the the tint on the screen, we couldn't get it so that it was as clear as what you have. Did you did you actually have to custom make a 4K a 4K screen to yeah. to be able to use this? Well, we had to source the right kind of screen. We started with small screens, built our way up. We're trying to go as big as possible, but these these are these are very expensive. Oh yeah, to manufacture. Yeah, it is. It it's about eighty five percent transparency, so it's way lighter inside. Yeah. But we've managed to make the the projection super bright and very realistic. Yeah, thanks for the compliment. Yeah, we we I worked very hard on on getting it just right. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's impressive. Like, I, I mean, again, we 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 played around with this on smaller scales, but but uh, getting the the screen to look as bright and as vivid as what you have, you know, certainly couldn't couldn't get quite there. So, what were you going to use it for? So again, uh, retail. So it was like point of purchase displays, you know, in stores and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, you can have, I, I'm sure you've probably seen, I think Nike had one where there was a shoe like in a box and, yep. you know, they had the the hologram. You yeah. Know, on the... Yeah. You know, some, some, a lot of places in Asia and some parts of Europe use it as a display box. Mm-hmm like these really small ones that are just big enough for like a shoe or something. Yep. And then they use the LCD, which is not as clear or as bright or what I've managed to make this thing do. They would just use it almost as a, as a, uh, an overlay over yeah. the, the thing that's inside. Yep. I've taken that idea to the next level. Yeah, completely I, I said, agree. You don't need to put a shoe inside. Let's let the, let it be anything. Yeah. Once there's a shoe inside, then anything you put on the, on the monitor does not look real. So yeah. No. Remove the shoe from inside, make the monitor become, you know, the, the whatever you want it to be. Make it yeah. a blank canvas. Like, uh, you know, we beamed uh, Kane Brown from Nashville to Hollywood so he could be at the iHeart Music Festival yeah. several months ago. He's Incredible. there standing, he's performing alongside like, like other artists. Each one of them appear as if they're standing in their own, on their own little platforms. And... It is a, it's a perfect way to present any kind of piece of content, whether it's a, an entertainer or a podcaster maybe, or yeah, it could be yeah. a, um, you know, a politician or a religious leader or, or, or products like for retail, giant floating shoes or outfits or, or watches or any kind of content. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. So talk a little bit about when you, you decided you're going to go down this path. Did you have to go and raise money when you were getting this started? And and if you did, what, you know, what did that process look like to, to, to start approaching investors and whatnot? 
Yeah. So I bootstrapped it for a while. Mm-hmm. I took it as far as I could go and we were doing all right. It was a lot of work and I didn't see any of my friends or family for uh, even pre-pandemic. Yeah. So very long hours, very expensive and a lot of hustle. And I was taking the portals to conventions and trade shows and really just doing the work of everybody. Yeah. And um, and it started to work. It started working really well. We had managed to get more than a half a million dollars in contracts for trade shows and conventions for last summer. And then in March, everything just stopped. Oh, wow. Uh, I would have thought that would have, that would have propelled it so that, you know, people could still connect. Trade shows, conventions, special events. Nobody was going anywhere anymore. Everything was shut down. We were locked down. Yeah. Everything was canceled. So my contracts were canceled. Um, I no longer had any business pending because at least for the time being, and it's been a year, right? I mean, there hasn't been a convention other than, you know, the very few things, but mostly people are not congregating in large groups. Hey, it's Matt. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I've been involved in the multifamily real estate realm for a while. It's something that I truly, truly enjoy, and I wanted you, my listeners, to be the first to know about something new coming out. We're calling it the MultiWiser Deal Room. It's a community of individuals just like you who want to get wise about multifamily real estate investing, developing, and even owning and managing your own complexes. You'll be able to network with people from all sections of the industry, from investors looking for deals, project managers looking for investors, real estate brokers, property management agencies, contractors, remodeling experts, finance gurus, you name it, we're going to have it in the network. I've been at this for a while, and I know it takes a community to make just one of these projects happen. And the MultiWiser Deal Room is my attempt to shorten your learning curve and get you plugged into leading experts fast who can help you close your own deals. We start off with a video glossary of over 150 commonly used terms to increase your understanding and help you get moving. Also included in the community are training videos to help you be successful, like how to put together a pitch deck, build a team, and so much more. We're going to have live interactive Zoom calls where you can ask your questions and learn from people who are actually out there in the industry doing it. For more information, go to multiwiser.com. Yeah. So I brought on a couple of really amazing people and we did a, a seed round because we, we knew that we needed to continue. This was a, a, a device that was in demand, just couldn't be used right away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, we, brought on, we brought on about a dozen investors. Uh, we did a, a $3 million seed round. We closed it last October. Tim Draper was our lead VC. Mm-hmm. Tim's a godfather of, of communications. He, he was an early investor, sometimes a founding investor in Twitch, yeah. Skype, and Hotmail. And he also happens to be a, a, a pretty large investor in, in SpaceX and mm-hmm. Tesla. So, his, so combining hardware and communications is like a thing. So yeah, he, yeah. when we got his term sheet, he said, let's make the next great communication company. And he signed on and it was much easier get finishing up the round when you've got Tim Draper as your, as your first that. guy in. Yeah. So yeah, we did that. And since then we've spent a lot of that money building out the software. So certainly R and D the, the, the portal Epic, and we have a, 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 a 
consumer device called the Portal Mini, which is a, a one-fifth scale size, so tabletop unit for the home. But yes, the software is where all the money is being spent right now. Yeah, yeah. And so what types of things are you working on in the software? Yeah, so the camera that's above the presenter's head when he or she's beaming in can see the audience here, you know, so it's a fully interactive uh, thing. So there it is when you when you are there as a as a hologram, as a portal yeah. presence, you can fully, it's almost supernatural. You can see here and interact with your audience, audiences, network them all together. So you can beam into one from one place into like a thousand places. Mm -hmm. But when you're not using it as a live you know, portal portation device, and you want to use it for retail, the camera has data collection, analytics, and facial recognition built mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. So when, Matt, when you're standing in front of the portal or when my mom is standing in front of the portal, it'll recognize two types of people, and the piece of content that plays inside will play based on the demographics. It'll say, okay, you're, you know, you're a man, 25 to 54, you've got some facial hair, your sentiment, you're happy. My mom, it'll say, you know, this is the age of her and, the, and it'll play the right type of content. It's also very important for the advertiser. This goes back to my sales, goes back to my working for CBS and, yeah. and all this stuff. An advertiser doesn't want to pay for, for just a run of schedule. They, they, that's a waste of money. Mm -hmm. They want specific. I want to target you know, women 25 plus only on the East Coast. And now we can do that with data analytics. And then of course, we've got the world's fastest 4K. I'm starting to sound like a commercial here. Just stop no, me at any time. Good. But no, we, do, we have, we've, we've built out the world's fastest only, uh, the world's only 4K volumetric single capture live streaming platform. So, and it's a completely self-contained secure encrypted network like Zoom we have our own platform now where you could go from portal to portal wow. in 4K full size with the appearance of being volumetric in three dimensions. Wow, wow, that's incredible. So what, what's the, uh, I guess, what's the next step with this? I'm assuming that, you know, there's an advertising play here. There's a, you know, personal company use play. There's still hopefully eventually getting back to the, the conventions and live events play. What, what are some of the, the, the targets that you're looking at? All of the above, we have, we've sold a bunch. They are distributed in a number of different countries. Yesterday, we have, well, we have a unit in Barcelona. So I beamed from Los Angeles to Barcelona as part of this media event in real time. I'm in, I'm, I, I spent an hour in Barcelona without having to leave my showroom. And that, that was, that was covered by global media. A week before that, we had just announced our first model our first portal in um las vegas so i drove out to las vegas and i did a bunch of stuff with so i'm right now i'm in awareness mode mm -hmm, this is mm -hmm. the education part of it all yes yeah. we have to tell everybody about it everybody needs to see it to understand it but yeah we're distributing them everywhere this is a the next communications platform mm -hmm. we are going to so we've got we're working with artificial intelligence we're working with some other cool minority report jetsons back to the future stuff that we are not very far away from embedding in each unit mm -hmm. and then of course we're working on the mini the portal mini is going to put master class meets hologram meets zoom meets alexa all into a single beautiful little tabletop unit that anybody can afford and that everybody should have wow wow and and what type of broadcasting equipment do you need 
you know, so like you're saying for the consumer side of things where everybody has this, is that all going to be built into the, into the, you know, the portal mini as well? And, and again, on the, on the other side of that, on the commercial side, you know, I saw on the other presentation, you've got, you know, the, the white screen and you've got a camera up there. Is there a special setup that you would need for, you know, for any of these, I guess? Right now, a, a basic studio is required, right? So mm-hmm. a, the white side, 4K camera, some studio lighting, boom mic, and the necessary kind of connections. That is what's necessary right now. Not very expensive. However, world's smallest production studio takes up about a 10 by 15 space, really not a big deal, but we are, we are excited to announce, I guess we haven't, we, we don't have this yet, although we've run tests and it works really well. We're building out an app, okay, on your phone, a phone and a tripod is all you're going to need. I'd say, give me a year, but right now we can stream right from the phone. So yeah. So the app would repl- would have the rotoscoping feature like I'm using yep. right now on Zoom. Yep. But so it would roto you out of your environment and replace it with whatever necessary background you want. Creates the shadow, creates the filters, creates the reflection, resizing, color correction, all the fun stuff that you would expect to have inside of a, of a full production studio will now be available inside the app. So anybody, a five-year-old who's making TikTok videos, yeah. A uh, you know, a YouTuber, any content creator will have a will have the phone and an app and be able to not just create content for Portal but live beam from their phones into hundreds, thousands, knock on wood, millions of units. Obama, Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. Matt Shields, some of the greatest minds who have ever existed could beam <laughs> from their living rooms and and present their messages of hope and uh, uh, to um, to every to anybody who who will own a portal in the future. I love it. I love it. And now is the is the the idea to have I guess different channels stations where this is kind of like you mentioned masterclass. Like I I, I subscribe to masterclass. You know the app where there's all the you know different you know experts on there. Is this essentially a a TV type replacement where you'll be able to subscribe to different channels or different pieces of content and you know, have that person or that expert, you know, right there in front of you. Is that, is that kind of one of the goals? Absolutely. You could build off of our platform very easily. Any uh, content creator, any, any tech company you can, we're working right now with app developers. So mm-hmm. you can run fitness app, an entertainment app. You can have an education app. You can have information. You can have almost like you go on your TV, you've got Netflix and Hulu. Each channel is its own amount of content mm-hmm. with portal you can have you know hologram peloton hologram masterclass you could enjoy education or information everything will get beamed right into your portal you know musicians could do little mini concerts it's really a very clever new device yeah dude i love it i love it this is this is really cool what are some of the I guess some of the the limitations right now is bandwidth ever an issue or anything like that? I mean, obviously there's a connection there. Is there like a you know buffering that you guys have built in so that it's always smooth on the receiver side? Yeah, so we've we've compressed the 4K video way down. We've got actual PhDs in like video science. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> it is. It's a thing. These yeah. are people. These they exist. So again, our engineers are awesome. And so it doesn't take a very large 
you don't need a lot of bandwidth. Uh, you know, we ask for 20 or 25 megabits up and yeah, down to bad. send and receive. Yeah. But yeah. we've done it with as little as five or 10 megabits to receive. It's really not, but, and this is Wi-Fi. And yeah. we're also working with a couple of telecoms about 5G and, you know, and future ways of, you know, working through that type of transmission. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that would be great for like, like kiosks and that kind of thing, you know, where you're again, using the, the facial recognition and delivering various advertisements to, to whoever's standing in front of it. So yeah, I could just, there's so many applications for this. This is really, really amazing. What are some of the, the, the challenges that you guys have right now? What are you, what are you trying to solve? What are you looking for right now? What, what are some of those things? All right. Well, I'd say there are probably thousands. I'll just stick to like one or two. We're, we're, selling, holo- we're, selling, we're selling hologram machines during a deadly global pandemic. Yeah. You'd think that it would solve a lot of problems, right? Because, you know, Biden is the president. He wants to beam into all 50 states. That's great. So we can do that. He could beam into those 50 states. The problem is, is who's going to congregate in front of those things? We're still, we're still yeah. up against those challenges right now. So that is an issue. So we think that as the, as the, uh, the pandemic, as people start to congregate when it's safe, that I think we're going to see a lot of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forecast a great end of the year, early next year. I think it's going to explode. So distribution is a challenge for that, for that matter. But what we've done is we understand that we're up against some pretty big challenges. Education is mm-hmm, a challenge. Mm-hmm. It, I have to demo, it takes me an hour each time. And sometimes there's two, three, four, five meetings in person on zoom doing, I run to the showroom, I do the demo. So it's, this is a, you know, 16, 18 hour days, every days, nights don't yeah. matter. If we're a global company, I'm up with Japan, I'm up with, you know, Australia, it does three o'clock in the morning at the showroom on the weekends. But the good news is, is because we have this time, we're loading this stuff up with so much yeah. tech that when, and we're selling them, by the way, we're selling them, we're making money. But when it's really ready to be distributed in a very big way, the mini later this year or early next year, it's just going to be such a remarkable device. It's going to just be light years ahead agree. of where anybody else is. Yeah, no, this is this is really really cool. Like I said, you know, everybody's everybody's looked at this since whenever the Jetsons came out, right? You know, all of that. I mean, this is what everybody's been been waiting for. So kudos to you, David. Um, really really cool. If if people want to learn more about Portal or you or your company, what's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, well, at Portal Hologram, like across all social media, portalhologram.com is our is our website. You can look at, I've got like several hundred pieces of media that you could just scroll through. We've got, we're very lucky that it's, it's we're an easy story to talk about. I mean, you could talk about connecting during the pandemic. You could talk about the future of retail. You could talk about immortalizing people. I mean, we're, we're I've actually immortalized myself as mm-hmm. an AI. So you can walk up to hologram David Nussbaum and you can ask hologram David Nussbaum any question and the answers that are relevant. I don't know every answer, obviously, but it would be like talking to me about the, the, the things that I would know about. So astronauts, educators, you know, historical figures, politicians, anybody could be immortalized and frozen in time so that you know, 100 years from now, 500 years from now, you could sit, the future generations could sit opposite our greats that are alive right now and, and have 
like real like legit conversations with. Yeah, that is amazing. That is amazing. Very, very cool. Uh, David, this has been fantastic. Thank you for the time and uh, really, really cool technology. I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to seeing this in plenty of applications and, and settings here very, very soon. So really cool, really cool. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate all of your time. Thanks for listening. And remember, pass the secret sauce.